Hello everyone, this is Dr. Sudhi Mondas, the co-founder and managing director of iFirst International. We are an organization that has its mission set out to professionalize the non-profit sector or any cost-based organization or enterprise such as able to achieve their mission. Today we have with us Mr. Edmund Yap, the former co-founder of EduNation, hey who, is, who is currently trying to set up a school called Kita, a cutting-edge open-source school dedicated to improving public education. Good to have you here, Edmund. Oh, hey, hi, Sudim, and hi, everyone. Okay. Nice to e-meet you. Yes, <laughs> it's always nice to have you as well. So I'd like to talk to you about something that is very close to my heart, and, and I guess in, in many cases close to other organizations. That's about thinking differently in the context of nonprofits, foundations, and social enterprises. Sure. And how you view things uh, since your early days with EduNation and and your experience over the years and what's happening today in Malaysia. Right. So let me start by asking you, you know, uh, we all, in, in the current context about corporates and governments, there's always this talk about uh, being creative and innovative. Right. Right. And uh, isn't this is all about actually really about thinking differently and, yeah. and why is there so much hype on this issue? Well, I'm, I'm not sure if we have a choice uh, other than thinking creatively and, and differently. I mean, what's what's the option mm, yeah. right. being boring and, right, right. <laughs> and thinking the same right yeah, yeah. I mean I don't think we have an option I, I think we, we I mean because we work in uh, the, the NGO sector right. we, in the non-profit sector we handle some of the toughest issues we have in Malaysia I mean we handle things like poverty we handle things like uh, inequality uh, uh, lack of education uh, uh, human rights issues and I mean if, if we're not going to think creatively I wow I think I think people suffer. Mm. I think we need to constantly, almost religiously, right. always be thinking of new ways of doing things, of really trying to discover how to, really how to make our world a better place. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And so, in your, in your, from your perspective, uh, how could a nonprofit now think differently? I mean, now that you've actually said that, it's it's. It's invariably that right, everyone, right. every organization, but how, how can they think differently and, and really what, are there any ingredients to actually right. making an organization think differently? I, I think there are uh, a, a few steps to this. Yeah. The first step to thinking creatively is really believing that you're creative. I mean, I've had people actually walk up to me and say, I'm not creative. I'm like, right. then you're doomed. I mean, you're, right, right. you're never going to be able to think out of the box. Right. So I think the first step to this process is to actually really believe you are creative. And by the way, you are. Right? If, 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 if you're born a human being, you're already more creative than most creatures in the world. Uh, I, I think the second part to this is really consistently trying to find new answers. I'll give you an example. Um, uh, back in 2005, you know, I was still an engineer back then. And, and, and to trying to make my engineering degree useful, I was going to orphanages, I was trying to tutor kids. So I went to this orphanage in, um, uh, that's behind the Aswinta Hospital. And I met this child, uh, his, and this kid is named John. John was having trouble with math, right? John was 15 years old. It was one month before his PMR exams. Now it's called PT3, but back then it was PMR. One month before his PMR exams, he was asking me complicated math questions. I tried to answer him. I tried to you know, ask him questions again. He can't answer it. He doesn't understand what I'm saying. I progressively ask him simpler and simpler and easier questions. He can't answer me. So I was like, what does John actually know? And John... No, I, I asked John, John, what is half plus half? John looked at me, thought about it for a while. And again, this is one month before his PMR. And he answered one over four. So his answer to half plus half is, is one over four, right? One month before his PMR. 
So what, what happened right after that was I basically ran. I never saw John ever again. I never went back to another orphanage ever again. I don't know what happened to John. I mean, that was in 2005. Um, and that's been haunting me ever since. And because that episode has been haunting me ever since, I've always been consistently looking for an answer. How do we help kids like John? And John is special, right? Because John is, he wanted to learn. He had that motivation. Out of the 20 kids in that orphanage, he was the only one who showed up for the tutoring session. So he was motivated. He wanted to learn, but he didn't have resources. He, I mean, he lives in an orphanage. It's not like he has any money. It's not like, you know, he has any tu uh, tuition. In school, chances are he's in the last class because he's been failing the subjects for many years. So I've always been looking for an answer. How do we help someone like John? How do we help kids like John? And because I've always had that question in my head, and, and just like you, if you're in the nonprofit NGO sector, you're always asking these questions like, uh, how do we defeat poverty? How do we uh, 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 increase, uh, I mean, decrease uh, our corruption in our system? How do we uh, uh, reduce homelessness? You know, how do we improve education? How do we improve healthcare? You're always asking these questions. And so because I was always asking this question, how do I help someone like John? In 2011, what happened is I, I was uh, watching TED, TED videos, and they were showing this video on uh, Salman Khan, not the Bollywood actor, mind you, Salman Khan from the Khan Academy and how he put thousands and thousands of videos on math and science and history all online, uh, free for, for kids to use. And when I saw that video, I was like, that's it. That was the answer. That was how uh, if we produced thousands of videos on, local, on the local syllabus, on math, on science, on English, on BM, on Sejara, on geography or whatever, then we can help someone like John, someone who was motivated, someone who didn't have the resources uh, to otherwise help himself. And, and that was the beginning of the journey of EduNation. Um, and you know, that's, that's the way, where we are. And now we have, uh, last year we had 100,000, we, we helped 100,000 kids uh, in uh, two weeks in October lah, because you know, we're all last minute people. It was end of the year exams. Right. Um, right. um, 100,000, uh, we helped 100,000 kids. Right. We have 6,000 videos today. Yeah. So, so that is that's extremely insightful because what you what I'm getting from you is that seeking to find an answer yes. to a question is so critical to to, to absolutely. And your need to seek these answers, I think, will will trump everything else. I think it will be bigger than our egos. I think it'll be bigger than all our our, our preconceptions of what things are. Because if we're really looking for answers and we're really seeking then I think we open our minds, we o I mean, we open our hearts to different ideas and different thoughts. I think we open our, our minds to being, to the ability to being wrong, right? And we can, we can admit we are wrong, I've done it wrong all this time. Um, I found this other answer, this, this, this guy has a different idea, let's try that. And therefore we think differently. And therefore we think differently. And so the, this comes to my, to my other question is about what about those organizations that don't think differently and would prefer to continue the way they are, uh, just go on with the same? I, I think, so, so that says, that's a statement, right? That says, uh, if you ain't broke, don't, don't, fix, don't it, fix it, right? right? Yeah, don't, yeah. don't fix it. The problem is everything's still broken. I mean, uh, I mean I, I've worked in two schools in Klang, right? That 86% that of all their kids, 4,000 kids in total, 86% of all their kids fail their math. Uh, 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 my wife's mother almost died in a public hospital because uh, the ambulance couldn't find the house. 
and um, and the mother waited three hours in the emergency room and no doctor attended to her and so she almost died right so 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 education is broken healthcare is broken um, we, we we all know our st- the stories of corruption all right and so that's broken as well uh, Malaysian streets are all jammed up um, public transportation is, is is in disarray I mean you can't take the buses in any frequency um, it takes forever to get anywhere uh, without driving a car so that's broken as well so really for organizations who want to continue as it is well I don't know I'm I'm, I'm I'm guessing a fix to the problem won't, won't come from them. Right, yeah. and they will probably not be in the cutting edge, right? Uh, don't get me wrong, I think, um, uh, you know, some, some organizations, I think, can stay the way they are, I guess. I mean, for example, um, okay, I don't have an example. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm that... sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, you, I no, mean no. organizations example, cannot stay yeah. the way they are. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, cannot I think, stay the way yeah, they are. I think that's where that's like... Well, that's that okay. So that that's that's really in in in, in an, a very nice nutshell. So thank you, Edmund, uh, for your your kind insights and your your deft thoughts on on this of this matter and to the subject of actually thinking differently. I'm sure it'll actually keep, uh, provoke quite a lot of people. Keep on this. changing, keep growing, yeah. keep taking new ideas. Yeah. Never be afraid to be wrong. I mean, the more wrong we are, I think the better it is. Right. Thanks for having me yesterday. Yeah, thank you. Well, this is uh, Dr. Sudhir Monda signing off with a message to share this audio interview. And check us out on www.ifirstinternational.com.